Everybody and welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question: Can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James, and I'm the other host. Wishing you a merry holiday season. My name is Tenant Michael. Oh, sorry. My name is Tenant Bing. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Yeah. Um that's not very woke of you Michael. Wasn't he a bad man? I think he uh was a brutal child abuser who uh he would assault his son with a golf club. Like he did not sexually. He merely beat him with a, a golf club. Just to be clear. At least his son <laughs> alleged that in a uh memoir. Well, thank you for making that clarification. I uh, definitely wasn't thinking that, but Thank you for pointing it out. Um, well, shit, that sucks. I didn't. I, I knew there was something bad. I didn't know Bing Crosby beat up his son with a golf club. His son claimed this in a memoir, and I, I believe that some of the other Crosby children disputed this. Um, but you know, I, I'd like to think it's true. <laughs> well, those sort of Rat Pack guys—they do have that mean old bastard. What was he a Rat Pack? I was going to say they have that no. mean old bastard vibe that you imagine them at home being drunk on whiskey and yelling at their kids. It's not. It's not hard to jump to that. I think Crosby, Bing Crosby, was slightly before the Rat Pack, or he just wasn't involved in the Rat Pack. He, I guess, he right. was contemporary, like contemporary with Frank Sinatra, but uh, he was not asked to join the Rat Pack, and he must have been. Oh, and very hurt. Yeah, yeah. So that I'm good is in a here. Huge burn. Uh, get in here and bring my clubs. I'm insulted by the Rat Pack, and I want to take it out on you. One of the only things I know about the Rat Pack and Bing Crosby is that corny guys in the present seem to want to emulate them. Yes. Right? They are... <laughs> a certain uh, type of man looks to the Rat Pack and that, you know, guys of that era, that Vegas showbiz era, as like the the like the quintessence of cool. Even though right. a lot of time has passed since then. And those guys were, they had a lot of problems. Yeah. Right. Sammy Davis Jr. was a Satanist. That's right. Yeah. That's that, true. That's always surprising to, to remember. Because you think of him as like, you know, brilliant tap dancer, great singer, mm-hmm. civil rights activist, uh, fine actor. You don't always remember, you know, it, it just doesn't seem to, to fit in with, you know, who he was. Well, that's true, but then, um, you know, then when you think back to to some things, it does sort of make sense, like how uh, he often ended his songs by uh, cutting the throat of a goat and <laughs> letting the blood spray everywhere. That's right. Then when you think back, you go, oh, yeah, I guess that was kind of a sign. There is that famous, thank you for reminding me, there's that famous um, performance he gave on the Ed Sullivan show where he sang mm. The Candyman Can, and it was beautiful. He sang it so well, and he he danced, and the, yeah, at the end, he uh, the ritual animal mm. sacrifice happened, and Ed Sullivan's <laughs> face after that, he was like, "Oh, that's the first time that's happened on our shoe." You know? <laughs> Do did people like us at that time like songs like the Candyman can? Like, I don't understand. Like, did a grown I, men and women go, "Oh, I love this Candyman can song"? Turn turn it up, babe. Well, I think I think 
half of America did and half didn't because like variety shows at that time I think like the Ed Sullivan show I, I remember my, my parents telling me like yes you'd have like the Beatles or the Rolling Stones on but then in the same episode there'd be like a plate spinner uh, like an Italian opera singer and and then like uh, a one-liner comedian who was like 90 years old so it was just like right right yeah and then you'd have like the Candyman uh, that kind of song yeah how does that Candyman song go uh, like, who can take a rainbow oh yeah Candyman can. You know, this Candyman talk also uh, makes me think about the Roy Orbison uh, song um, uh, In Dreams. Mm -hmm. And I always thought it was so weird. (laughs) The lyrics to that song start, A candy-colored clown they call the Sandman Tiptoes through my window every night. And it's like, imagine a candy-colored clown tiptoeing through your window every night what the hell every night roy must have been tripping balls man or terrorized no wonder the guy was pale i imagine like an old-fashioned creepy clown but his skin is like hard frosted hard sugar like that's his skin like if you popped it with a hammer it could shatter and this is the creep that comes in probably no eyeballs no eyeballs, my God. What's he or, doing in his bedroom? I'm here you know what to I mean? look at you sleeping, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sleep with sunglasses every night? Uh, I um, recently started following the Twitter account of Roy Orbison Jr., uh, who is, really? yes, the son of the famous Roy Orbison. And he often will... He basically... He still seems to be traveling during COVID, and he will just sort of like do whatever local radio station that will have him to talk about his father's legacy. Wow. That'd be interesting having a uh, a dad like that. Who was it? One of our friends um, showed us uh, a video of Curly from the Three Stooges. His grandson <laughs> is very active on YouTube. Yes. Um, to not much of an audience, but... He, like, has really leaned into it, like, I'm Curly's grandson! Yep! <laughs> but it's like, oh, God. And he's, like, 50. I mean, yeah. I don't want to be mean. He might be a listener. I don't know. Um, but it Pro- seems a bit probably. of a bummer. Yeah. I, I, we, we did watch some of those together. And the, mm. the sort of uh, production quality, I, I think I would rank it because it's disturbing. There's something off about it. It's like a man that mm. age in 20, you know, the 21st century shouldn't be trying to keep that style of comedy alive. The production, you, 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 it reminds me of like a... I have never seen one, but it reminds me of what, of what maybe a snuff movie would be like. <laughs> what? You've never seen a snuff movie, Mike? Come on, man. What are you? How old are you? Give me a break. I knew you'd razz me about oh, this. This is, it. this is like saying you've never had a beer. Come on. It's a little bit different. <laughs> um... Yeah, it, the it's a it's a, a weird vibe. Did you ever watch the original Three Stooges? Yes. Yeah, my dad liked mm-hmm. them, and we would watch them every. It used to be like on All every like Sunday them. morning, and we would just yes, watch it. it was on. Yeah. If you're in Toronto, it would be on CKVR, which is the Barry Station, uh, <laughs> Channel Three, and Sunday mornings. Oh baby, it's Three Stooges time. Three Stooges time. You'd see them young. You'd see them old. I just always remember my mom. Uh, hates the Three Stooges, and she'd always be like, "All men love Whoa. the Three Stooges," and that's—I <laughs> guess most of their fan base—you uh, can't deny it. 
is male. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to insult your mother, Mike, but watch I don't your know words. About this opinion. Yeah. Um. Wow. Well, you know what? Before we started recording, we were going, damn, what are we going to talk about? And lo and yeah. behold, what a great conversation. We found a vein of gold and we uh, we scooped mm. it out and now we're we're laughing and we can't wait to sell this gold uh, <laughs> in the city on, on the marketplace. Uh, I can't wait either. Um, yeah, totally agree. So, so um, enough about the Three Stooges and enough about um, Roy Orbison. <laughs> Uh, yeah, how's... we're supposed to be like the new, young, hip, hot podcast. <laughs> you know, we're supposed to be talking about stuff yeah. that's engaging young people. Here we are talking mm. about fucking Roy Orbison and the Three Stooges. What's wrong with us? Yeah, what's next? We're going to talk about, um, uh, 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 what's the name the of that? The Dinosaurs? Show? The Dinosaurs. Or what were you going to say? I was going to say the name of um, Richard Burbage. He was a Elizabethan actor who was famous for <laughs> performing Shakespeare's uh, plays at the time Jesus. that they were written. <laughs> yeah, that would you know? be, yeah, great reference. Yeah, Richard Burbage. So, James, enough about all that old stuff. How has your week been? Um, My week has been pretty good. Um, If you've been listening to the podcast the last couple of weeks, you know, um, I've got a business venture going, which um, actually has generated a lot of buzz. I think it got about eight to 10 likes when we tweeted it out. Um, it's Santa's freedom village and, uh, it's a, um, a motel I've rented out and filled with mall Santa's so that the tyranny that the government is imposing upon us by saying we can't put our kids on a Santa's lap. Um, it's a way to fight that. So you can bring your kids to this motel and put them on some of the mall Santa's, uh, I'm I've hired and uh, who now live in this motel. Um, we had a setback this week. Little small setback. Oh, um, I'm so sorry to hear. Yeah, thank you. Um, I don't know. You might have seen the news story on CP24, the all news, local all news channel. I do remember there was a story. It seemed quite grisly, and I turned it off about mm-hmm. some um, something happening. A Croatian man uh, yeah. involved, and yeah, yep, yep. That's it. Um, yeah, unfortunately, at Santa's Freedom Village, we did have a couple of deaths um from a couple of the santas playing russian roulette on their downtime oh which, god yeah it pisses me off i mean here's the thing these guys are eastern european they're ex-military these santas i've hired um let's just say for their downtime they're not exactly going to play magic the gathering you know what i'm saying they're not going to pull out the xbox and go oh uh, yeah. you know let's play sonic the hedgehog they're kind this is their thing you know so I've tried to really encourage them not to not to have their recreation be quite so ad- adrenaline pumping, but um, you know, it's tough for these guys. So um, I've had a talk with them. I've had a stern talk. I've been right. like, you know, I don't care how much grain alcohol you're drinking. No more Russian roulette guys. So hopefully that should uh, problem should be over. And I can't encourage the listeners enough. Bring your kids, bring your kids, bring your kids, bring your kids, oh bring your God. kids to Santa's freedom village because the Russian roulette thing is over, baby. Can I ask? Uh, that's that's horrific. First of all, I uh, well, my thoughts go out to to these these men's families. You know, no one should have to die in a motel playing Russian roulette while you know working as an illegal uh, Santa. But were there any children around when this happened? Because I'd hate to think a kid may have heard the the gun go off or heard a, the sound. You know that that famous. Horrific sound of a Croatian man uh, gasping for breath. 
Um, luckily, thank God, there were no kids anywhere near. Th- luckily, they were in the parking lot outside, so all they heard was the gunshot and the and the the yelling. So, okay. all good. They're fine. Uh, no traumatic stuff for them. Thank God. Um, right. and it and it's really it was really the cleanup that was the. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but right. that was more the issue. <sighs> That's awful. Well, um, can maybe you can announce for the listeners in case anyone wants to sort of. A- Pay tribute to the uh, to the late man's life. Uh, when is the? I assume you you've organized a funeral service. I, I certainly would love to attend this. Can you give us the details? Yeah. Um. You know, uh, they're not really into having those. And you, I got to be honest with you. I don't know if you've ever planned a funeral. It. Yeah. It's literally like. I mean, it, it, you, it's like buying a Mini Cooper is like and and you're going, I don't even know this guy. I hired him off Craigslist. I don't even know this guy. I'm definitely right. not spending that. So but, and, you know, I don't know if he really he wasn't a but, formal kind of guy anyway. So, oh, OK. I'm a little, uh, a little surprised to hear that. They, and you just uh, something you said, just I you you said they don't they don't really celebrate. They don't have the Croatian people, I guess, don't have funerals or well they probably they might but i'm talking like these dudes i've met just you know i hey i got a vibe when i hired them that these are the kind of guys that you know they're not caught up in ponce and circumstance they're good down-to-earth dudes they're not worried about will i have a funeral and will everyone be in a dress at the funeral and a top hat they're cool you know is that a thing that the right says like is are even funerals now part of the culture war where it's like oh i'm a snowflake i had a funeral is that Mm -hmm. is that what's happening absolutely i actually guessed it on the rebel this week to talk about this very issue uh it's just ridiculous you know uh it you know it's typical Trudeau wants everyone to have a damn funeral and we're over here going, can we just work our jobs and and uh, yeah. stop taxing the rich? Yeah. And so making t- them pay for their employees' funerals? Right. I, I mean, mean to give me, me a break. Seems, to me, that seems unbelievably it's bleak. political but, uh, correctness run amok. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I do see things differently, but um, yeah. Anyway, hmm. sorry to hear. Yeah. Thank you on that one. Uh, how was your week? It has been, hmm, how can I put this simply? It's been a real struggle, actually, for me, because as listeners will know, I've um, I've made a promise, and so I'm kicking myself now for making this promise. I promised that I would uh, deliver a Christmas song uh, this year, and I guess it, I will be debuting it to the world on the next episode next week, so stay tuned, everybody. I want to create a... Uh, I want Wait, to you're saying a- next week? Next week, yeah. Whoa, because we still have two weeks before Christmas, so you're really... Wow, I'm impressed. You're really committing well, to this. In a week, you're going to have well, a Christmas either, song. Either next week or the week after. Oh, okay. I'm so, I'm so stressed, James. I don't want to talk about this, but it's, okay, it's coming okay. up. It's coming up. And, you know, I've committed to this. I want to have a Christmas classic in the, you know, in the style of, you know, all I want for Christmas is you or Fairy Tale of New York or, you know... Um, you know, Oh Holy Night, which is one of my favorite Christmas songs. Uh, but the inspiration, uh, you know, Mrs. Muse isn't exactly knocking at the door, right? And no matter how many um, rose petals I leave uh, up the garden path for her. And so I've spent the week trying to, you know, kickstart my creativity. I know that I want to have a song about something to do with a candy cane. I've made that clear on previous episodes. 
So which I've, I uh, think is a is an insane idea, but carry on. No, it's a great idea. It's the most popular. Name a name a more popular Christmas candy. <clears throat> you can't. Fine. Um, I mean, if we were in Europe, maybe marzipan, but we're not in Europe. We're in Canada. So I to kickstart my uh, creativity, I have just been binging on candy canes, hope, hope just hoping that eating them and smelling them and suckling them will, you know, um, get the juices flowing and and get you know I'll have an idea. And it hasn't quite worked that way, but let me tell you, I've had a pounding headache all week with the amount of sugar I've been ingesting because. Three meals a day for the past seven weeks, I've just been gorging on candy canes. Yes, that's right. Instead of, uh, for my breakfast, I would usually have a piece of, you know, whole wheat toast with butter. Instead, nope, four candy canes. Uh, for lunch, instead of, uh, you know, two hard hard-boiled eggs and, and a salad, nope, I just take some candy canes, put them in a bowl, and maybe put some bacon bits on them. And then for dinner, you guessed it, I've been uh, boiling some penne, and then filling each penne piece with a mini candy cane, and just biting into that. Have you, and, and it it just hasn't. You guessed it. Yeah, yeah. It just I, hasn't, I did not guess that. It hasn't sparked my creativity, and I feel like a damn fool. So, um, I think I'm gonna be able to pull it out of the fire, but I haven't been able to get a melody really or a a good lyric so far. Well, I'm just going to throw this out there. If you're not getting any sort of um, vitamins or protein and you're just getting sugar, yeah, uh, that might be uh, hindering your ability to be creative and write a hit song that's going to uh, bring the world together somehow. I don't know. I think all the great songwriters were known for having sweet tooths. Um, so I'm not sure about that. Before Paul McCartney wrote Yesterday the famous Beatles number, he gorged on a big Toblerone bar. You ever heard that story? <laughs> no. And he was hyper. No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, so it's I'm struggling, but it's it's going to happen, I swear to God, you know? Well, we'll see. I mean, you've you've talked about it for a, a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Um, you've made a big a big promise, frankly. Yes. So it's yes. a lot of pressure on you to deliver a Mike Balazzo Chris classic Christmas song. My word is my bond. I will deliver a Christmas classic, and it will uh, be a huge hit that every year is played, and it makes me a lot of money. is is the goal basically? Yeah. Hmm. We shall see. We shall see. Yes. Um. Well, before we move on to our uh, our very fun interview this week, uh, that I it's think a really a good one. Yeah, and Canucks especially are gonna are gonna want to tune into this one. Yes, we almost um, should. If you're not a Canuck, you maybe shouldn't listen to this one. We no, forbid you it. should. You should. You know? We need all the listeners we have. Um, before we move on to that, though, uh, Mike, we should mention that we do have a Patreon. A few years ago, someone in Silicon Valley decided, "Hey, how can I help artists and creative people make some money from their work?" And they decided to build Patreon.com. And then what happened is. Then if you go to landlord patreon.com slash landlord tenant, you can actually support the show uh, financially. And we would really appreciate it. It keeps the show going. It keeps uh, smiles on both of our faces. That's right. And if you do it, you get an extra bonus episode a month. And if you can't, that's okay. Um, Maybe you could just 
review us or rate us yeah on itunes that'd please be great please please do please, please do please. uh and thank you if you already do thank you <laughs> um yeah well is there anything else we want to touch on before we get to this interview <clears throat> actually i wanted to bring up a very serious issue i hope i don't um i hope this is okay for me to do james i i sure but um, I feel that it is my responsibility to tell you and the listeners that um, I'm just so excited for Christmas. I can't wait for it to come. Uh, Christmas trees, Christmas songs, Christmas dinner. You wanted to, to announce that to everybody? Yeah, I'm just a little joke. It's fine. Oh, yeah. a good joke. Thank you. Let's take a break. Hey everybody, it's Michael Belazzo here, and I have a very important message for you to pay attention to right now. You know, the world of oft-forgotten pop culture is vast and dense, so check out The Goods from the Woods, the podcast that is your guide on the journey through the weirdest and most interesting corners of pop culture history. Each week, comedian Rivers Langley and a collection of co-hosts take you on an oral expedition with personal tales and recollections of pop culture minutia. The show has covered everything from the kidnapping of Frank Sinatra Jr. to bad album covers to even Super Bowl halftime shows. You get the idea. And there are hundreds of episodes to choose from, with incredible guests, fascinating topics, and more laughs than you can handle. Over 100 episodes of the Corona Diaries alone have been published since the start of lockdown in March. After all, what else is there to do besides make content? That's The Goods from the Woods, part of the Brain Freeze Podcast Network. Check it out and other great shows wherever you get your podcasts or at brainfreezepodcasts.com. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the show. Our guest this week is a comedian and victim of celiac disease. He also hosts a podcast called Tim's Talk Line, which is all about Tim Horton's Canada's favorite donuts restaurant. Look, everyone, it's Ben Stagger. Hey, Ben. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I really, I really appreciate you guys having me on the podcast right now. This is great. The well, pleasure's ben, ours. We're excited to have you. Uh, we, you know, we love looking at your Twitter. You're always, you know, uh, giving us great info on both Timmy's and celiac disease, and yep. uh, and Kitchener you know, Waterloo. Too. Yeah, those are my three things. That's the holy trinity: Kitchener Waterloo, Tim Hortons, and celiac disease. So we have <sighs> listeners from around the world, and I'm not. Uh, I shit you not, as the saying goes. But um, to people listening from outside of Ontario, uh, can you explain Kitchener-Waterloo, what it's like, um, what it means, and what it's for? Well, Kitchener-Waterloo is often referred to as the Tri-Cities or Silicon North because it's a tech capital of Canada, and it also has three cities in it, 
Cambridge is the third one, not often talked about. But at one time, it was called the Twin Cities before Cambridge was added. And it's just a big tech hub, essentially. It's just a big tech hub. That's so that's is what. It, is it like Canada's Silicon Valley? Is that fair to say? That's exactly what it's like. And I would love um, Elon Musk and Grimes to come sometime. Oh, I bet they'd lo- they'd love the new uh, LRT there. Uh, that's <laughs> very good technology. I'd love them to go to Conestoga Mall and uh, shop around. Oh yeah. shit! Imagine if Elon launched his next SpaceX rocket from that mall. That would or, be awesome. Yeah, that I'm not from cool. there, but even I would. Uh, even that, you know, even I get excited. On you know, top of the. Go ahead, Ben. I was just going to say, on top of the Old Navy, that's one of the flagship stores <laughs> right at the front there, so that would be awesome to see. Didn't, cool. didn't Kitchener, until maybe 1938 or so, didn't it used to have a different name, too? It was called Berlin. And then, they, for some reason, they changed the name. Yeah, after World War something, they, uh, it wasn't a good look no more. But they still have they still have uh, they still have the big the second biggest Oktoberfest in the world. That's the other thing we're known for. So. Yeah, boo boo. It's funny because like you can kind of picture the the sort of rural Ontario accent saying like Ketchener, but it's hard to imagine that accent saying like you go on to get a have a couple fucking beers in Berlin. Doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hit the same. But Berlin's uh, got a great peer, peeler joint. Did you guys yeah. hear the latest speech that the Fuhrer fucking gave? <laughs> um, Damn. Ben, is yeah. St. Jacobs considered part of the Tri City <laughs> area? Because I've been and it's fantastic. It might be actually. It's just on the outskirts of Waterloo, so I like to consider it too. I like to consider Elmira too. Some people hate on me for considering that, but oh damn, deal with it, right? Deal yeah, with that typical shit. haters. I just yeah. Saint Jacobs is this, Yeah, Saint Jacobs is this beautiful village filled with Mennonites. Yeah, and there's a weekend market, and you walk up and down this high street, and there's all these Mennonites hanging out. It's cool. Yeah, there's a massive Lego store there too. So, whoa, are if they allowed? Interact, yeah, are they allowed to play Lego? I don't. I don't know. As long as it's not. Too colorful, I think. Yeah, they have to be black and white pieces, and just like maybe one or two. You can only build a church or like a shovel with the Lego. Yeah, you know what? There was a lot of Mennonites I saw growing up, and yeah, because you see them in Waterloo because Waterloo's close enough, so it's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Did you have any Mennonite friends? No. I was going to ask along that line. Sorry to interrupt. I need to know: Is it a taboo? For a man like you growing up as a teen, you know, a modern teen, to date a Mennonite girl? I, it might have been a taboo. I'm not sure. But again, I went to Catholic school. So they, they, they're like, they're Mennonite. They don't, they don't associate with us. Fuck. Anti-Catholic uh, racism. I know. More anti-Catholic shit, man. It's, it, it happens in Kitchener, <laughs> too. It happens in Waterloo. It happens all over. So... And the mainstream media never reports it, of course. Yeah, I know. It's not good. Now, not as a teen, good. I want to know all about your teen years. And you did just tweet a, a nice picture of yourself as a teen with a very yeah. red background. Uh, would you sneak into an Oktoberfest party with your friends? Or was that, or were, were you sort of patiently waiting to turn 19 and uh, legally visit Oktoberfest? 
Well, uh, one time I went like to like uh, our biggest Oktoberfest hall called Concordia Club when I was a kid on family day. I was with my brother and his friends and my parents. And uh, yeah, one of my brother's friends uh, drank a beer on the table. So that was like. That was like as close as it got. I just witnessed it, but I didn't drink one myself. So that was like me sneaking something through someone else, kind of. Right. Yeah. Living I vicariously. Mean, you could yeah. still probably get have gotten in trouble or have had to go to court for that. Just for watching. Yeah. And consider they still do the eye removal shit. If you see something, they remove one of your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. I forgot about that. It's a different that. world, guys. It's a different yeah. world down there. I, I forgot about that uh, local law there, the eyeball yeah, thing. Yeah. It's the only you, place you, in Canada that does that. So I'm, it's, it's an honor. Yeah. Whenever you go to a Kitchener Rangers OHL game, there's all these guys in the audience with like I, um, you know, one eye missing and eye patches and stuff. <laughs> yeah, even the goalie often they always yeah. get a guy with one eye missing. <laughs> you strike me as a very like a sort of jock kind of sports uh, sportsman. Did you play hockey growing up in the Kitchener Waterloo area? No, I never played hockey, but I did play basketball and soccer. I'm a hooper. Ah, that's, you know, that's really the, the future, they say, you know, because fewer kids are playing hockey and more kids are playing basketball and soccer. So you're sort of like really cutting edge. Soccer is the most popular sport of the world. Basketball is uh, the coolest sport of the world. So there we go. I agree. Basketball is a lot cooler than hockey. Yeah, <laughs> it oh, is. My uh, my thing stopped, guys. I'm sorry. Hang on. I'm going to press oh. record again. So I don't know we'll why that happened. Recording. We'll yeah. Recording and uh um, you you go ahead and I'll, I'll click uh, record. So it's interesting. We're three Canadians doing a podcast, and as soon as James insulted the sport of hockey, his Garage Band program crashed and stopped recording. Gee, I wonder. Uh, I wonder how that happened. Ceases. Uh, I I think uh, I think I think the dawn might have something <laughs> to do with this. <laughs> The Don. Of course, you're talking about Don Cherry, the Mr. Don Cherry. Of course, elderly hockey commentator and uh, uh, a lovable bigot who yeah. uh, now does a podcast with his son, the Grapevine. Uh, yeah. Do you have you ever checked out any of the episodes of the Grapevine podcast? No, I haven't. <laughs> I thought about reaching out to to see if he'd be on the Tim's talk line. <laughs> <laughs> see what he's got to say. Well, so sorry. Go ahead, Mike. I, I guess you brought it up. Uh, we've been sort of beating around the bush or dancing around the the Timbit. I guess you. Yes. <laughs> Imagine a big, a great big Timbit, and the three of us are sort of awkwardly sort of dancing around it. It's a lovely image. But you host a podcast called the Tim's Talk Line. Yes, um, the the only Tim Hortons theme podcast in Canada, the only Tim Hortons theme podcast in Kitchener Waterloo, the t- and, and so the world. Right, and I've listened to to a few episodes of it. It's uh, first of all, congratulations! <laughs> it's very good, and um, you are very passionate about Tim Hortons. Love it. The goal is one day to have Chris Hadfield on the podcast. <laughs> That's the, that's the end goal. I'll be able to finish it once I have Hadfield on. Here's how you get him. You leave a trail of guitars <laughs> leading to like yeah. a microphone. <laughs> to a studio. Yeah. But where He loves your, the uh, guitar. <laughs> where did your love... I mean, we're all Canadians. We all, to a certain degree, love 
Tim Hortons, but where did your uh, love stem from? Well, it started when I was, uh, well, as a kid, but then it, it got bigger when I was in high school because I went to the same Tim Hortons for years, Fisher Hallman and University Street and Kishore-Waterloo. And I used to hang out there all the time in high school with my friends. That was our hangout spot. I even fell asleep there a few times in the night and they didn't care. Well, what? We'd hang we'd hang out there so late that my friends would want to stay as twenty four hours. So I'd take a nap on a couple chairs, and they didn't care. <laughs> so your fr- your friends are just like they they didn't want to go home. They were having fun. Yeah, we thought like, this board, is going to be late. We would literally bring board games and play them. <laughs> this is inside like, of Tim Hortons. Your high school experience <laughs> it reminds me like of a tragically hip song. You know what I mean? Yeah. A bunch of guys hanging out at 3 a.m. in a Tim Hortons, falling asleep and playing board games. Yeah, that's what we did. It was crazy. I, I actually, growing up in a small town, I actually completely can understand that because people in Orangeville hung out more at the Second Cup. But that was the thing. Uh, if you were 16, 17, you'd just hang out in a coffee shop. Yeah. Oh, ben, I saw cool. you sort of frown when James said those two yeah, words. Yeah, I, I don't like those two words. The, the only words starting with SC should be Second City, my man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. Second Stop City, me. buddy. Fancy wait, boy wait. over here liking his yeah. second cup. Yeah. <laughs> you also, uh, and I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but I, I took some notes. You you recently did an episode of, of your show, Tim's Talk Line, uh, that was all about Starbucks, which, of course, yeah. is a um, American... Monolithic Ooh, coffee chain. I don't think I need to, disgusting yeah, I don't need to explain. <laughs> but you said some very harsh things. And I wanted yeah. to just read them back to you. Yeah. Uh, at one point, you said you were sort of upset about Starbucks replacing, uh, you know, all the Tim Hortons in Canada, which is a real problem. And uh, you said it's not Starbucks. You said, "quote It's not Starbucks. It's star shits." Yeah. Oh. I stand by those words, man. That's why I'll never. I will. I. I. If I'm planning after. Uh, after um, this whole COVID thing's over, I'm gonna go on a road trip around the United States. Gonna go every state except for the one state that doesn't count, and that's Washington. I banned Seattle. I banned Washington. I don't give a shit. But I know. Yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah, because that's where the that's where Starbucks HQ is, right? Yeah. Seattle. Yep. Jeez! Wow. So this is personal. Damn. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't like it no more. It's especially hard because Nirvana is one of my favorite bands. I can't listen to them because once I start being so passionate about this shit, I I can't listen to anything from Seattle. I can't watch Twin right. Peaks. Like I can't. Oh. There's a lot of stuff I can't do no more. It rules Frazier. out basically the whole grunge genre. I, yeah, and I can't watch Seattle Kraken games next year. Like this oh, is done for me. Does Frazier? Frazier, Frazier's done. Had Starbucks Damn. started by the time we lost Kurt? <laughs> <laughs> Had Kurt, do you think, ever tasted a Starbucks, like uh, a tall Americano? That's a good question. I've got to believe there was at least a couple local Starbucks in Seattle at that time. But I don't know. I'm looking it up. Kurt, Imagine Kurt, lo- Kurt loved the Pike Place roast. <laughs> He loved Pike Place. Because I heard a rumor, I don't know if this is true or not, but there's a rumor, it's a pretty vicious rumor floating around online 
that the original uh, name of the song, the famous song Smells Like Teen Spirit, was actually Smells Like a Fresh Cup of Starbucks Coffee. Yep, it was. Uh, guys, I think we can um, be pretty confident Kurt Cobain had a Starbucks because the f- it was founded in 1971. So, yeah. yeah. Probably his whole childhood he was sipping back on his freaking... Yeah. One latte to another set, um, you know. Apparently, and this is also a really nasty rumor circulating on the internet. Uh, you know the famous cover of Nevermind where it's the baby sort of chasing a dollar. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of people say that's sort of a, a dig at the music industry and, and capitalism in general. But I heard a rumor that originally the album art cover was supposed to be um, uh, Kurt Cobain nude. <laughs> And he's chasing a cup of Starbucks coffee. I heard that wow. as well. I heard that as well. So I don't listen to that album. I only listen to Bleach. <laughs> That's before, <laughs> that before Starbucks changed it, man. I also, apparently, um, you know their, their song off in utero, uh, R Me? Yeah. Just using the first letter of the word there. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. in the original demos, it actually went like this. Latte me. Latte me, my, my friend. friend yeah. Oh, God. And then he changed. Yeah. Somehow that's harder to listen to, you know? Mm. Well, and the thing is, is we, we, we talk, we talk about this, you know, some people say it's a conspiracy, but you go into any Starbucks and you try to order a tea. Guess who's the tea company that's supplying it? It's Tivana. It is. Search on it. Oh, God. It is Tivana. Have you seen that company? You know that company? They do have Tivana tea at Starbucks. Wow. And is it is it also from Seattle? Is it name? Is it like a tip of the hat to Nirvana? Like it? I, 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 I bet they're even closer. They might even be an Aberdeen company. <laughs> <laughs> they might even be an Aberdeen company. Uh, it's 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 a deep hole, boys. Once you once you start looking Crazy. at the sides, yeah, yeah, it's all. So yeah, now it's Tivana. What's next? Alice and T chains. Yeah, like, we don't know where it's gonna go. Uh, I know. B- Biscotti Garden. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> mud honey, mud honey, London fog. mud honey mud honey london fog with mud honey it's it's just it never ends it's never never gonna stop it just makes you want to shake your head and say enough you know yeah Um, should we do now i don't mean to interrupt you mike uh should we do uh ben actually has some tim hortons (laughs) items here to do a taste test now yeah i got I, i got three of my favorite items here guys um, now, and Mike, we should apologize yeah, because yeah. So Ben, Ben, we had we had invited you on the show. It took a bit of uh, you know we had to figure out our schedules because you're a busy guy, and so are we. And um, the idea was that we were all going <laughs> to go out and buy some Tim Hortons products and do a nice fun taste test together. We, James and I, failed to coordinate it with you, but you bought some Tim Hortons products. I so- bought some Tim Hortons products, Ben. I always love supporting these guys, especially during this time with the indoor dining being closed in Toronto. Yeah. I got gotta support these guys. So our apologies, you know, on behalf of the show. I'm sorry, and we will reimburse you for uh, for what you bought. But um, what kind of treats did you get? Well, we'll start things off with uh, Tim Hortons fried 
Ice lemonade. Oh, nice. Ice lemonade. It's been here for a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's a really good drink. I uh, really thirst quench it on a hot day. It might be cold right now, but um, it's really good. Should I take a sip for you guys? Take or? a sip. Hold, yeah. it up to the, hold it up to the camera, to your computer's camera, and maybe smile or something. I'll take a picture. <laughs> okay. And um, before you take a sip, is it is it the consistency of a Slurpee or a, a slushy kind of thing? Or yeah, it's got it's got a pretty yeah. It's 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 gone through a machine with like ice, soft ice in it. It looks like okay. It looks okay. machine made, but I don't know. I'm really excited to try it out. It looks delicious to me. I wish this was pre-COVID. I'd have two more straws in here for you guys. Oh, <laughs> oh I wish. One, one for each. Would love that. But uh Well, one day. One day. Oh, he's taking a he's sip. He's having a sip. That's really good right there. Ooh, is it sweet? Is it sweet? I've never had it. It's viciously sweet. And that's mm. That's one thing I like about Tim's. They're not afraid to throw some sugar in something. Some of these other places, like Starbucks, it's like you're like pulling. It's like pulling teeth, asking them for any kind of sugar, yo. Right. Yeah. It's like um. Uh, it's almost like they're run by a wicked stepmother who's like, no, 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 only health food. I know, and that's. What's the fun of that? I could eat health food at my house, right? You know, I just—it's a tyranny. It's like when Michelle Obama was trying to make school lunches more healthy, or whatever she was doing. Yeah. Just let us eat the damn bad food. That's all. I, that's all I want. Me too. Yeah. So, um, so you had some Tim's uh, iced lemonade, and it was sweet, which is counterintuitive because you hear—I hear the word lemon, and I think, oh, you know, uh, bitter. Yeah. Sour, but no. Not a lemon in sight. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's good though, guys. What would you give it out of? Um, what's the scale we should How use? How about Timbits? Oh. Yeah. Do we want to do out a scale of ten Timbits? Yeah. Four? Ten Timbits. Okay. I gotta give that a solid seven out of ten Timbits. Okay. Very good. That's not because I have my shabby. favorite drinks, right? It's not as like, but every that is pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Seven's good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. Now, the next drink I got was something I, I try to get stuff I don't typically order, and this is with the signature oh. Christmas print. It says it's the most wonderful time of the year. Has a little holly on it. It's very nice. And- hold it up to the hold it up to the um, to your camera there and give us a smile. Okay, there we go. And as you guys can see. It is a steep tea with nothing in it. Oh, I'm a huge steep tea guy. I mean, I was yeah. going to bring this up if you hadn't. Yeah. Ben, so th- did you know that James, he always buys a tea biscuit also at Tim Hortons? Wow. That's not true. It's not true. Don't you didn't strike me as that. No, never. Never done it once. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just f- fake news. But I do get steep tea. I mean, almost every time I pass it to Tim Hortons. Uh, ben, I'll tell you my the way I get it. Half a milk, no sugar. <laughs> half milk, it's, no sugar. No joke, it's better than any other te- uh, teas you can get. Okay. Well, I, next, uh, next time I had a Tim Hortons in Toronto, I'll go there and I'll ask for the James. <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> the James and they'll know. Okay. Right, see what Take you your think. sip. 
Oh, ooh, I'm jealous. A nice big one. Mm. Mm. I had a couple gulps because I that I got this around like <laughs> four o'clock. <laughs> it's five forty-eight yeah. right now. I'm. It's a good. I I like the taste actually. This is good. It's not too harsh. I can't really drink harsh things too much. Like yeah. I kind of like a more milder flavor. This is just. This is just very mild, very lukewarm, very just. It's just the, it's just a meat and potatoes drink, right? It is, and you know what? You want to get a tea at Starbucks or Second Cup? They give you a thing with a bag, and you got to wait and dip the bag. Yeah. The Tim Horton steep tea, it's already yeah. steeped. They pour it in a cup, ready yeah. to go. You bet your ass they're going to put like some oat milk in there. Or oh, something. yeah. And don't even get me started on that stuff. Like, it's just. Oat milk, cereal. Yeah. Oh, do you want some, you know, uh, grain milk, macchiate, latte, bate? No, just give me a steep tea. Yeah, what's next? Like quinoa milk? Like I'm not I'm not yeah. gonna be I'm not gonna be drinking the milk of an ancient grain. I am not <laughs> gonna be doing that. Now, now oh. Ben, you must be just laughing and sort of rubbing your palm your hands together. Uh you know, hearing the news that David's tea has gone out of business. <laughs> yes. I was I yeah, me and the boys, yeah, me and my high school buddies, we just met up at the Timmy's, celebrated, did some camera stands, guys. It was yeah, it was a party here <laughs> about David. We've been we've been working on that for years. We've been, I I was handing out the pamphlets, doing the work in front of the places and yeah, they finally kicked the can and I could be happier. That must be satisfying. Now, I, I, can I tell you guys something? My mom is a lifelong tea drinker, and she recently, very recently, for the first time in her life, started drinking coffee when she went to uh, out to, to like a Tim Hortons because she complains that they don't boil the water that they use to make the tea, and she had one too many cups of tea with just like hot water but not boiling water, and she thought it was disgusting. So she gets a, a coffee now. Wow. wow. Well, th- that is a real thing. If you can't make tea without boiling water, it's absolutely disgusting. But I wonder if she's tried the steeped tea. Sounds like she's getting something with a bag in it. Yeah, yeah that's her. To get a steeped tea. Yeah. yeah. yeah what get- would you. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, I just said get away from the bag, man. It's not. Yeah. But what would you rate the steep tea out of uh, 10 Timbits? Guys, I gotta go uh, for this one. I gotta go for seven timbits. Whoa! Plus, plus one timbit with a bite taken out of it. So that's seven and a half timbits. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good. This is good. I would drink. I would drink this over the lemonade. Right. Yeah. Now, can I ask? Can you rate the cup? Because you have that beautiful. Holiday themed Timmy's cup, and I just can't get enough of it. Um, maybe you can describe it, and then I'd love to hear your your review of that. I love this cup. Simple design. It doesn't say Tim Hortons. It says Tim's. It's beautiful red lettering. And Michael, you will get a kick out of this, especially on the back here. A little French. It says oh. Vive la Défaite. Vive la Vive la Défaite. Okay. I love it. What does that mean? I, I knew you would get a kick out of that. <laughs> yeah, you were right. Doesn't that mean long live celebrations or parties? Long live the yeah, long live the parties. That's the thing that 
when when I think of Tim Hortons, I think of that famous phrase, "Long live the parties." <laughs> well, that's sort of, yeah. Hey, well, that's sort of what the Quebec premier was talking about. He said, "Yeah, go yeah. party with your family this yeah. holiday." Remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and have a and have some Tims while you're there. That's what yeah. makes Tim Hortons different than other uh, restaurants or bistros or, or what have you. Uh, it has both languages and it unites people from across the country with one. Exactly. Pack. I love that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, man. This is a great, I would rate that. This is one of Tim's best designs. I would say, so I'd give this one easily uh nine and a half Tim bits out of 10 for sure. Very nice. Nice. Very Cause nice. to guys like us, that's, you know, get that, rip that fucking Mona Lisa off the wall and let's nail a, a flattened Tim's cup up there, because that's the kind I of think art so that we too. appreciate. You know, we're st- we're stuck in the past with this lady who's not who we can't even tell if she's smiling at us or not. Like, let's just put let's just get her out there. We put the Tim's thing on and call it a day, right? You know what would make her smile? Yeah, a nice yeah. cup of Tim's uh, steep tea. I think she'd love it. Yeah. That might have made Da Vinci a little more productive if he had had Tim Horton's coffee and tea rather than being a lazy asshole. The guy, how, how old was the guy? 90? He does one painting? Yeah. I think he could have built his uh, flying machines that he had the specs yeah. for, you know? Yeah. Imagine Typical that lazy machine. guy. All yeah. the plans in the world never actually builds them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. Well said. What uh, what's the last? Do you have one more taste test item? I have one more, guys, and you you might have to uh, zoom in to fully see this. Oh shit! Oh boy! But I got myself a little Tim's oh. espresso here. Oh, it's so cute! It's like a <laughs> little. And I, it's like a <laughs> uh, e- Ewoks would love this. Yeah, or Baby uh, Yoda too. It's yeah. like you know what exactly? It's like if the other cups were normal. Well, I shouldn't say normal. Uh, typical adults. <laughs> this yeah. cup is like a little baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Mandalorian yeah. right here for the steep tea. Yeah. Baby Yoda yeah. gets the gets the little espresso shot. Do you want to hold those two oh. cups up to, yeah. uh, for, so I can take a nice picture? Uh, there we go. Perfect. Oh. Mando Grogu right here. Grogu <laughs> loves this. <laughs> now, seeing that little tiny espresso Timmy's, it reminds me of... Uh, the ancient and you know beautiful boulevards of of Rome, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Now I'm I'm Ben. I got to be honest. I'm a little concerned. It's five fifty five p.m. Uh, as we're taping this. You sure you're okay to have an espresso? Because uh, yeah, a well, cold is like tossing and turning. It's sort of like wine. You just put it in your mouth, swish it around, spit it back out. I got work at 8.30 at the party, so. Cool. Right. We're, we're good with that. I got to try it. I got to try it, though. Take I got to take the lid off. Sip of cold. Yeah. espresso. 4, four, <laughs> 4 p.m. right here. This is an amazing cup. I got to keep this one You're drinking sure. it the Italian way, because in Italy, what you do, you go to the coffee bar, you slap the table you go uh maestro uh espresso then you, you go home two hours later you chug it back exactly <laughs> they got long ways to travel you know yeah. so yeah. uh i guess i'll yeah i'll give it a go here yeah. he goes he's yeah. sipping bottoms Ooh, up he's swishing he's swishing it in his mouth i'm just he gonna swallow it. i just swallowed Whoa, it we have a swallow i didn't want it yeah 
I, I, I didn't want to uh, spit back out because I really love this cup. Um, that was good. I could see myself game one of these tomorrow morning, actually. Nice. Not, is not that too your- harsh for you? It's a little harsh, and I know that I said I like milder things, but honestly, the only thing that needs is a bit of sugar, and I think it'd be amazing. What if, uh, and I feel a little bit like a mad scientist here, what if you put a little, a few, like three three shakes of Timmy's ice lemonade in there to... to yeah, why don't we mix it up, the ice lemonade. Oh, God, he's doing it. And we'll even put some of the, the, the steep tea in there. Okay. Bob, what's sex. Sorry, guys. Oh, no, 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 no. So I got this. I feel like we're in a Timmy's lab. Yeah. Wow. Whoa, he's pouring the a good pour. steep tea. Yep. And that, this is going to be really... I, I don't know how else to do this, but... Oh, he's he's, he's sucking the lemonade out with the straw. I sucked it out. And as you can see, he's it's going to pour it back in the... right here. There we go. Yep. You saw that. that straw trick. It's coming out of the yeah. straw. So now this is a this is a creation we've made. Maybe we'll go to these HQ. There's a new one. <laughs> they moved their HQ, actually. I think it is from Oakville. And they have a new one downtown Toronto. So maybe the oh. three of us... The three of us will yeah. t- ride the elevator yeah. and then go up and talk to them about this new drink we developed. I think yeah, we all wear suits. Yeah. We all wear Kishore Rangers shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's crazy that they would locate right downtown Toronto, the biggest city in the in the country, because that means that they're now vulnerable to crazy protests. Um, they're, you know, kidnappings. <laughs> Who yeah. knows what, you know? Hey, hey, I don't know. They're willing to take that risk, so I'm willing to take the risk of uh, taking a little sip of this thing, guys. Uh, Let's see what it tastes like. All right, let's do this. He's having a sip. That's a 10 out of 10 tidbits, guys. Oh, baby. That's the new drink. Really? Yeah. Lemonade, espresso, and tea. That's what they need. That's what they need to, uh, I don't know. They're hurried for sales. I say add that to the, the list. There. I've got an idea of what we could call it, what Tim's could call it. How about this? Lemony tea with bite. I like that. Damn. Because you got lemon, you got some tea, and then the espresso gives it a it's bite. A bite, yeah. And wow. what's the what's your rating? I gotta know. Again. He said, Mike. Oh <laughs> yeah. ten. But I'll ten say tidbits, it again. I'll say it again. 10 out of 10 tidbits, buddy. Sorry. 10 out of 10 tidbits. Now, I, uh, I wa- I, I'm wondering before we move off Tim Hortons here, um, <laughs> say somewhere in Canada, they, they found some stupid mountain that they didn't care about. And they thought, we're going we're gonna to take this mountain and make a Mount Rushmore of Tim Hortons items. Yeah. What do you think has to go on that Mount Rushmore of Tim Hortons items? Well, the thing is, so I got three things that I don't usually get. Like, this is mm. off. But the thing I get there every day and it, it's, I get three things every day from there. Okay. I get a large iced coffee with milk. I love right. the ice. As you can tell, that's why I picked the cold lemonade. Yeah, I and had a I, feeling. And then, so that'd be the first head. Number three, uh, number one, and the second head would be a hash brown because I okay. love the hash browns. Yeah. And then uh, the third head would be a dark hash brown because I get two hash browns and a large iced coffee with milk. 
Wow. My friend wow. Noah actually got me uh, a shirt for my birthday that says uh, that says <laughs> it says inhale the large iced coffee with two hash browns, exhale the bullshit. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to give you guys my take on what would be on the the Tim Hortons Mount Rushmore. I'm going to say one. A double double. I feel like that's what I, I often hear people get. I understand, yeah. And I try to. I've tried to sip once, and it's one of the most disgusting things I've ever tried in my life. No offense. It's our national drink. It's the drink that Canada. It might as well be on our flag. And it's yeah. And if you don't know what a double double is, which I didn't yeah. until recently, it's coffee with two cream, two sugar. Yeah, it's sick. Um, I would. You know what I'm going to put up there? Honey cruller. <laughs> wow. I love the honey crust. I think that's a classic. For me personally, I also like the wedge fries. <laughs> Those are good. And then I'm going to put up the ice cappuccino. Hmm. The ice cap is a classic, and I feel kind of bad that I didn't mention it myself. No, you know, no, something to think about. This podcast has no room for regret, Ben. I think you did a great job. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I think this. I think this little drink we made ourselves uh, made me. Uh, it's it's just hitting me in a different way, guys. <laughs> oh, how do you the feel? The sugar, the caffeine, the steep tea. Holy hell, guys! You gotta try this out. It's like you're doing. Wow. Um, you're like a, a guinea pig in a beautiful laboratory that that is actually a Tim Hortons. Yeah, that's what I feel like. I feel like a little test subject. I don't even mind. You know what, Ben? Right now you're making me think of uh, uh, the lead character in the movie Limitless. I feel like this just opened your mind. Yeah. Is that – so he like – does he take like ADD medication? Is that what happens in the movie? <laughs> you know, that might be more or less what's going on. <laughs> I thought that that's what happened. Hey. No, hey. Uh, my dad takes ADD medication, so. Nice. Dexedrin, Adderall. I think it takes uh, Concerta. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that this is the first time in history where maybe middle-aged men or older um, are taking both ADD medication and Viagra? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it might be that. That's yeah, that's something people don't talk about in 2020, man. They don't because a lot of times you lose your boner because you, you're you're not concentrating. You start thinking about you know uh, yeah. global warming or something. This yeah. lets you concentrate on your own boner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's bad. <laughs> it's a wonderful time to be alive that we're able to do that. <laughs> it truly is. Yeah. Um, Ben, can I just bring up, I, we have three, um, James and I, when we were doing our extensive show prep, we thought it mm. might be nice to balance all the fun of Tim Hortons with some tragic, uh, yeah. or, or sad news or just weird news of the yeah. weird about Tim Hortons. And one thing I really was excited to talk to you about was, uh, your views on the 2018 Langley BC incident when a woman in a Tim Hortons uh, yelled at some employees, took a dump on the floor, and then threw her own feces at the Tim Hortons employees. Do you think that was good? Well, I, 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 I'm uh, not surprised. It sounds like a Starbucks provocateur to be, guys. They said, uh, check, check the passport. She's got Seattle papers, so I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. <laughs> She's got Seattle it's papers, a false flag. boys. 
Yeah, it's, it's a, a false, false flag. flag. Exactly. It's tried to start all this sort of hubbub that, that they're going to try to take her double-doubles away and all this stuff. Right. And I, I, I did fall for any of that shit when I saw that dude's article. So, yeah. Uh, apparently they found yeah traces of um yeah pike place beans yeah. in her in her feces so, yeah. yeah yeah well yeah that's pretty much that is what what pike place is it's sort of like that cat poo coffee they get some you know plated <laughs> yeah you know what i mean so yeah I, I wasn't surprised when i saw that i thought it was a disgrace personally you don't do that at tim you don't do that at tim hortons you do not do that at tim hortons it is like Going into a place of worship and, you know, causing a scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine, Michael, you did the midnight mass. <laughs> I'd never live it down. <laughs> yeah. I would shame my family, you know. Yeah. Awful. Awful wow. stuff. Um, wow. James, what did, do you remember that when the woman took a dump and then threw it around? I do. I do. And at first I was, you know, a bit concerned. But now I think... Ben's um, theory makes the most sense. Like, you got to remember, you know, it's usually the most obvious explanation is usually the true one. And in this case, I I think Ben's dead on. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's more to more than meets the eye here. I think it's crazy. If this had happened in America, this would have been like, you know, a two part episode on like CSI or Law and Mm -hmm. Order. No Canadian law, like procedural show has used this story for an episode. There's no coroner or cold case or yeah um you know Good about point. this kind of uh private eyes didn't didn't do an episode about this and i think i lo- love to see yeah. uh, uh mr hudson and rex <laughs> 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 check that out see what's going on you know what would be a good plot in hudson and rex if if hudson and rex go to a tim hortons and a woman poos on the floor and then rex eats the poo <laughs> oh geez. and yeah, then he eats the going, evidence Yes, yeah. Hudson, Hudson's going. Damn it, Rex! Yeah, that was evidence. <laughs> oh, Rex is going. I don't know. I like eating poo. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's the Pike Place. Rex is a Starbucks guy. God damn it! Yeah. Um. Here's another incident that may have happened when you were still uh, in Kitchener Waterloo. This is from 2006. I remember my mom calling me to tell me this had happened. Um. <laughs> At, at a Starbucks at Young and Bloor. And if you're not in Toronto, this is basically in a very shishi area called Yorkville. You know, yeah. you got to have a lot of money. Uh, if you're a guy, you wear, you know, Armani to walk around yeah. Yorkville. If you're a woman, you wear pearls to walk around there. And um, in 2006, a man went into the bathroom at the Young and Bloor, Tim Hortons, with a gas canister. And then people started smelling gas. And then there was an explosion. And he killed, he either was trying to make a bomb or something went wrong. <laughs> either way, he died. Wow. That's a tragedy right there. Uh, I'll never look at, yeah, I, that's, I don't know. I, I'm at a loss for words, boys. Well, yeah, that's fair. Would you, Ben, I'm not saying that, I hope it doesn't happen anytime soon. Yeah. If you could choose the place where you pass away. It'd be a Tim Hortons for sure. Okay, that's what I was after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, that's crazy though. I mean, uh, uh, I guess uh, maybe he didn't like how the the beans were roasted that day. Maybe he got maybe he got a, a cup that was like out of the twenty minute window. I could see that pissing off someone. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Or maybe so you got to look into the franchise at that point, see what see what right. was going wrong, because not all Tim Hortons are perfect. So I think that could be a franchise issue, why he took such a, a radical he did such a radical thing. Like that's wild. Yeah, yeah. and not radical in a Ninja Turtles way, in in a in a, in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, and so Mike, you had one more Tim Hortons uh, tidbit, uh, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, and just those were two pretty heavy ones, but this one is kind of just a weird one. In 2019, a Mountie, I believe, also in in BC, uh, there was a video of a Mountie. Going through a Tim Hortons drive-through, and you know where I'm going with this on horseback. The video went viral, and the the Mountie, I guess, unwittingly created a marketing campaign for Tim Hortons. Wow, that's uh, funny. my first question. There is how did you get uh, past? Lots of those drive-throughs have like a ten foot sort of like uh, like archway that's, that you can't pass over. So I'm, that's I'm that's true. Yeah. Could he have been on a Shetland pony? Yeah. I the think that's something you got, you got to see, you got to well, pull I'm, up the video. I'm yeah. looking at the picture here. He's done. He seems to be on a full real horse and, uh, well, Shetland just, ponies are real horses. Okay. Well, they seem to be a full, like full, uh, height, like a regular height. Okay. Yeah. Horse. And they're just sort of leaning towards it. Also, you got to remember guys, a Mountie, they're armed, so they can probably make people do whatever they want, you know, uh, come to them with their order. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the rules don't apply for them. All, all the drive through laws go out the window at that point. Yeah. Absolutely. Well said. Defund yeah. the police, you know? Yeah. yeah. Defund the police. Defund sure. the Mounties. Yeah. I think, that, I, I think the hardest part of that whole thing would have been, like, when they handed him... The coffee, how would he have grown? Like, in COVID times, that would be pretty easy because sometimes they had the hockey stick to, like, or I don't know. No, that that's for, like, the ATM machine, usually. They have a hockey stick with it on. But I'm, I'm thinking about how do you pay for that and how do you grab it? So that's what comes yeah. to mind when I hear about that. Yeah, right. And did they give it to him for free? Because sometimes you hear about Tim Horn's employees getting fired for giving things out like Timbits. So right. I got a lot of questions in that case, and I, uh, yeah. I, a yeah. lot of times, I'll sometimes I'll ask for one Timbit, and they'll give me two. That's awesome. And I'll just pay for one. Yeah, yeah, it happens. That's, Mike, uh, the story, the story I was prompting you about. Um, I was thinking of the other one, the Instagram story. Oh, right. So I sent you guys in our chat. Uh, there is a. I went for a little drive on Instagram uh, today, and I looked up Tim Hortons, and um, I was maybe you know this, Ben, but. Canada isn't the only country in the world that has Tim Hortons. Uh, there's a few others. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's some in America, some in Europe, uh, <laughs> and, and there's some in Thailand, I guess. But this one really stuck out to me, and it was from a Tim Hortons, uh, the Tim Hortons Saudi Arabia account, and the post was from. September. And this is not not a made up silly joke. No, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, in September, I guess it's Saudi Arabia's uh, national holiday, the equivalent to the 4th of July or Canada Day for us. And um, it is a picture of uh, the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, MBS, and the king of Saudi Arabia. And it says, you know, we congratulate the people of Saudi Arabia on the occasion of National Day. Uh, Happy New Year, blah, blah, blah. And this was in September. And this is the same man who is basically... The world has accepted, ordered the 
uh, hacking to death of the journalist Jamal Khashoggi. <laughs> <laughs> seems like a strange thing and, to- it's, and it's a tim hortons instagram ad <laughs> featuring him <laughs> yeah now, tim, hey, ben, hey, tim's, tim's picks a hard side you know you, at least yeah. they're not sitting on the fence of the issue you know so but do you feel like because i know your commitment to human rights ben and i know you don't want to you want a free press you don't like seeing journalists hacked to death yeah um, you like to hold truth to power. This must put you in an awkward position because you love Tim's, but they're clearly in working with the Saudi government here. So what do you what do you say? Well, it's hard. You know, you can't agree with everything a company uh, puts through. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I gotta plead the fifth on this one, boys. <laughs> All right, fair, yeah. fair. Fair. Can you imagine? Hey, look, you know, I mean, they're, they're not the only group of, you know, they're not the only people who've, uh, you know, uh, support Saudi Arabia. The WWE, for example. Right. Right. They have shows sure. going on there. The, don't the Bushes uh, have all the Saudi Arabian connections? Um, yeah, you know. that's true. I'm that's just trying a- to think of a, you know, those iconic Tim Hortons commercials that really play up their, you know, how, how Canadian it is, where it's like... <laughs> Parents waking up at dawn, waking up their kids. They drive to a Tim Hortons, then they get to the hockey rink for hockey practice, and then you see all the kids. Then you maybe hear off the side, you hear screaming, and then the the, the hockey dad goes and looks in, and it's the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. Maybe a, a journalist is being tortured, and he's got a nice steaming hot cup of Tim's coffee in his hands, and he winks at the hockey dad. <laughs> Hey, you should pitch that. That might be. <laughs> Maybe I will. Good, Mike. That might be. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, it bring awareness. It bring awareness to what happened. It is a tragedy. So I mean, you know, absolutely. Oh boy. Hey, Tim's picked their side. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah. At least they had the balls to pick a side. Yeah. Yeah. So Ben, um. You told us uh, before we started recording that uh, you have been working as a driver yeah. this l- past uh, while. I've, I've been working as a driver for the past year for a company uh, that makes made-for-TV uh, movies. Very nice. cool. Yes. So what kind of movies? Well, uh, currently the past two productions I've worked on have been uh, productions for a Christian television station in the United States of America. I think it's called ICTV or something like that. Apparently, it's it does well. They have the money to pay me, so, you know, it is what it is <laughs> at the end of the day. Very cool. So, is it like, it's like a, a Christian... Is it like a Christmas it's Christmas movies? Yeah. Like Hallmark movies? Yeah. Yeah. With like, I guess this one might have some Christian undertones. I haven't read the script for it yet, but it takes place. Uh, I, I guess I could say the name of the movie. Probably. It's called Christmas in the Wilds. That sounds oh. like an action movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There's some action sequences. and Yeah. Very cool. Now, when you're driving the stars to and from set to their hotel, I guess. Are you the kind of driver that you're making small talk with them? Like, you know, how was the shoot today, guys? Yeah, I sometimes say, how was the day going? And, uh, I, you know, they, they they respond like, good. And sometimes... Uh, no. 
they respond like, oh, it's cold outside. So, yeah. Uh, I, 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 are they American actors up here in Canada? No, they're Canadian the actors. Oh, wow. That's what we like in this, you know, on, on this show. We love hearing about Canadian artists yeah. getting work, getting their opportunities to express themselves, you know? Yeah, Canadian actors for American uh, television show. So Donald Trump may try to stop the import of uh, Canadian lumber, but he cannot stop the import of Canadian actors into Christian uh, television movies. <laughs> That's cool. Has anyone sort of brought up, uh, did anyone ask if you were Christian before you started driving? Uh, Oh yeah, well I I include my uh I include my uh Catholic confirmed uh name <laughs> on my resume. Cool. <laughs> Named after I, I was confirmed. I don't know if you guys were. Yeah, yeah I was. I was. We're all we're we're three Catholics here podding. Wonderful. Now, <laughs> before you uh drive the Christian actors to, to set, do you all have to do you have to like lead them in a prayer? Uh, before you get, you know, start the engine or. Yeah, we get the rosaries out. You know, we have, <laughs> we do, we do a couple of Hail Marys. It's great. It's a ball. And That's cool. You're, you're shooting a, a Christmas movie, even though Christmas isn't in, in mere weeks, you're, you're actually, they're, they're making a Christmas movie right now. They're making a Christmas movie right now. What when would it be a better time? This is great. We're all in the Good Christmas point. spirit, right? making snowbeds on, on break, you know. <laughs> Mike, you guys, you you guys would love it. I'd love for you guys to come on a ride along one day. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'll get to turn I, the siren on? Yeah, siren. Cool. Siren Mike. plays, yeah. <laughs> Mike have, you ever, <laughs> Mike, have you ever watched a Hallmark Christmas movie? Um, no, I haven't. No. Oh, you're missing out. I watch them every year. They're great. What's your you favorite? watch them, Ben? I I don't like mixing business with uh, fair you know, pleasure. Now, Ben, yeah. yeah, I know you're a bit of a performer. Uh, do you ever, even though you're a driver. Do you ever try and sneak into a shot when uh, they're shooting a scene and try and you know impress the director and maybe he'll go like, you know, hey, I need that guy in my movie. Who is that yeah. guy? Well, often you know, every every time I wake up to go for one of these shifts, you know, I make sure I got a nice printed off resume and I go up to the cameraman. I say, hey, if you need someone else in one of these shots, here's my resume. Just call That's- on me. I'm on channel two on the walkie talkies. <laughs> just you know. Yeah. That's Say how you ben. do it. That's how you break into Hollywood, everybody, if you're listening. You go up to the cameraman. Cameraman, you bring a resume. The cameraman holds most of the power in the industry. <laughs> He's the decision maker. So, yeah, he chooses what's he chooses he hits the red button and, <laughs> and he chooses what goes on. So, yeah. yeah. That, you know, that, no cameraman have said yes yet, but I'm hoping I'm hoping, you know, soon. Yeah. It'd be cool if, like, the lead of the movie, you know, gets uh, sick one day. Not seriously, but, oh, you know, has God. has food poisoning or something. He's in the toilet. And they're like, God damn it, we got to film this big scene where the lead's kissing the actress, the main actress. And then they're oh. like, Ben, stand in. And then imagine you get to just do that one scene and kiss kiss oh. the, the woman. Yeah, that would be, that would be amazing, guys. <laughs> And then you watch this movie and there's one actor the whole way and then suddenly a different man is in kissing the lady and then it's back to the original guy. 
That'd be hey, awesome. you should t- you should talk to the you should talk to the the company or the writers, man. You got some pull, yeah. James. Does it count? Like, if you kiss a girl in a movie, does that count on your totals? Like your personal totals of how many? Oh girls yeah, you it counts. Yeah, I think so too. Really? That's oh. every. That's the dream. You know what? If I were um, an actor, because doing an actual scene and the talking and the moving around is like a real hassle. I bet it'd be amazing to have a contract where you just get to shoot the kissing scenes. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Like, yeah. As a guy who like, you know, like I'm a guy, so I love getting kissed, man. So like (laughs) that, that'd be excellent. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I actually, I, on the first day of shooting last week, I, I, what if, what if the, what my tools for the job is a walkie talkie, right? And we got the little secret service earbud. And on the first day of shooting, here come the man in black. Yeah, that's how I feel like. But on the first day of shooting, I got, uh, I got the earbud from the walkie talkie stuck in my ear. And the oh, medic on no. set couldn't get it out, so I had to go to the ER and get it removed. Oh, You're God. It's, not, it's, not, it's not like the ER that you guys watch, you know, with George Clooney. <laughs> I, lo- I know Michael loves yeah. loves George. <laughs> I love Clooney. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I... Uh, Wait, I, oh, no, how did it get... So what, did it go... Was it small or something, and it went in It was in really small. It got stuck in my eardrums because I was going on a oh. run to go to Toronto to pick up some equipment, right. and then I took the earbud off because I knew this was my time to listen to podcasts and stuff on the road, so I mm-hmm. took it off, like took the headphone thing off, and the little earbud stayed inside, and I tried oh. to remove it, and then somehow oh. I got deeper in, and oh, then I went God. to the medic, and the medic took some tweezers, and then the tweezers put them deeper in, she asked hair and makeup for another tweezer that put it deeper in so that I had to go to a hospital in Alliston, Ontario (laughs) no Michael loves Alliston and then I uh, and then they used some bigger tweezers to get it up I had to wait at the ER for like it it took me three hours it was in my ear for three hours before I got it out and uh, yeah that's why I support privatized healthcare so you know that's what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i hate that that that's, sounds horrible that's yeah. that should be a movie that story you just told yeah. should be a movie you know? yeah. i like that every time someone tried to get it out they put it in deeper yeah i know it sounds it's like crazy. this movie god. wasn't that's blessed hell. by god even though it's a christian uh enterprise oh the devil the devil's powerful but god prevails because i can still hear in both ears i can still hear both of your beautiful Thank voices god. so yeah. It makes you realize that if it was cavemen times and you got an earbud stuck in your ear, that's not coming out. Yeah, that's just your ear at that point. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, um, Mike, was there anything else you wanted to touch on before we say goodbye to beautiful Ben? By the way, what do you think cavemen would be like in Canada? Do you think they'd be oh, like, shoot, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, wow. My only regret is that that line came so late in the podcast. I wish that could have been the first thing we hit people with. I could could isolate it and put it straight up at the front and say, like, that's just a little taste of our conversation with Ben Stagger coming up next. Yeah. Yeah. Or that could be good as an ad or something. That would be great. Oh, boy. That's so funny to think about. And they'd be cavemen cave with the long hair and the long beards. Yeah. And a toque. 
Yeah, that's pretty much like a member of the Sheepdogs at that point. Oh, <laughs> or one of the Queen Street hipsters. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on those, James. And instead of um, a cave drawing of like a woolly mammoth or something, it's a cave drawing of like, um, uh, and then let's see here. What would it be? Uh, in Gord We Trust. In Gord We Trust. <laughs> or Kim's Convenience. Just those yeah. words scrawled on the cave. Yeah, that'd be oh, great. Wow. They have little pictures of the cast. Yeah. And, uh, Wow. Take me back cool. to those days, boys. Take me back <laughs> and, to those uh, days. And, you know, during the um, the winter, all the cavemen would live in caves. But then on the weekends in the summer, all the cavemen would live in Muskoka cottages. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 But the traffic, yeah. uh, as they're all walking up uh, the 400, would, yeah. be, would be bad. <laughs> be... Yeah, their clubs. I can picture them playing like hockey with like clubs and rocks. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then there's one caveman is the announcer, like holy Mackinac, <laughs> but it'd be like holy uh, caveman. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 also there would be like a Don Cherry caveman, but instead of being racist against other uh, humans. <laughs> He would have quite a, f- a few mean things to say against dinos. Yeah. yeah. He'd be like, I don't like all these pterodactyls being a garburator. Mm-hmm. Like in the Flintstones, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I'm walking down the street the other day. I see a Tyrannosaurus Rex not wearing a poppy. I say, what the heck's <laughs> going on? These Tyrannosaurus Rexes come to Canada. They don't wear a poppy. Uh, uh, boys, uh, we should pitch this to uh, CBC, CTV, Global, Vision TV, uh, City TV, everybody. That'd be great. I think that, that, that's got City TV written all over it. Yeah. Mm. It could be called, what would it be called? C- Canuck? C- <laughs> Cavemen Canucks. Yeah, Cavemen or, Canucks. Yeah. Oh, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a beautiful and fun um, place to end this episode. We've, you know, we've hit the highs and lows and of, you know, emotions and talked about Tim's and all sorts of stuff. And um, I guess, yeah, that's it. Thanks so much, Ben, for for yeah, joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate you having me on the podcast. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time. And Ben, uh, what's your podcast called again? My podcast is called the Tim's Talk Line. It can be found on we found Spotify, Apple Music, even Stitcher. Even nice. Stitcher, everybody. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, yeah. I'll link to it in the uh, show notes. And um, and what's your Twitter handle, Ben? Also, my Twitter is b e n n n n s t four n's, just like a good now review, right? Yes. Yes. But yeah, that's because uh, I used to have like Ben Stagger, but then I wanted to become a plumber for a bit. So I was like, oh, maybe I should have my last name out there. And now I'm stuck with the stupid <laughs> Twitter handle, Ben yeah. You want to keep your, your reputation good in case you became a plumber. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want them looking me up, but now. Yeah. Well, so there you um, go. would you do us a favor? And I hate to put you on the spot, but could you take us out? 
uh, to end the episode by saying that really funny caveman line about what would a caveman say if he were Canadian? What would a caveman say if he was Canadian? Well, of course you'd say, oog, eh? (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's what he'd say. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Hello, everyone. This is Chris Locke. Thank you for allowing me to drip into your ears like some sort of sentient syrup goo from Mars. This is an invasion. I'm here to promote my new podcast, Happy Good with Chris Locke. Subscribe to it now because it will make you feel good. It's about forgetting all the craziness, the nonsense, the stress, and we relax together and laugh. It's a silly stream of consciousness guided meditation to make you feel good. And it's on Sonar Network. Listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts or on Sonar Network, but subscribe and come along with me because it will be fun. Thank you.